0: Hello, welcome back to the Inner Thread podcast. Surprise, we are in person today. My father is in LA. He's down here visiting. We had some business opportunities to explore. And so this podcast we get to do in person. Welcome to LA. Thank you for joining me down here. It's good to be here. You know, you were born here and I lived here for eight years. So it's kind of feel like a second home. It's been very nostalgic. We've been driving down memory lane. On that note, let's get into today's episode. Starting at the bottom of the lungs. Taking a big, deep, nice, healthy inhale. Today's episode, kind of more on a serious tone. Wanted to talk about what happened in Texas this week with the school shooting. I know you mentioned you wanted to talk about it, so I'll turn the mic over to you. Many of you know, I'm sure most
1: of you know, that there was a terrible school shooting in Texas a small town very quiet small town in Texas that ended up with 19 dead children and two teachers and this is not the first time as we know Sandy Hook happened several years ago and really we only hear about huge massacres when they're that big, but there are hundreds of those a month all over the U.S. I believe it's 300 people a month that get killed from gun violence in the United States. So people talk about it. A lot of my clients wanted to, to talk about it as well. So I know it's, it's it needs to be discussed. And I formed a certain opinion about guns in the U.S. and shooting in the U.S. and I would like to share it. I, it may be controversial, but I need to say my piece and I want to share it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you were in war too. So I feel like you come from Israel, which is a very unique country when it comes to guns. And in my childhood, that's where I saw the most guns. There's soldiers with guns everywhere, all over the place. Yeah, that's right. I I did come from, a I would say,
1: a violent part of the world. I didn't really think about it this way when I grew up. And that's kind of what I'm trying to say here. It's like When things become a normality, you start accepting them as this is how it is. And this is kind of what's happening in the U.S. now. It's just another shooting nothing's going to change. People are upset for a week or two and nothing's going to change. It becomes like the normal life, the baseline. In Israel, the, the baseline was also a lot of violence and guns. and It's something that I um, I grew up with. And when I left Israel, I could see it from the outside and realize that it was very unhealthy and very traumatizing. That's not the baseline. The baseline in the United States was very different from me. And when you grew up here, it, it was very different for you. But what I want to talk about is how is it that a young person, I think that kid was about 16 or 17, maybe 18, I can remember, that was shooting in Texas, but young, young, young person is taking a gun and walking into a school, first he shot his grandma, but then walking into a school and shooting kids. This happens in movie theaters, in malls, in stores, in on the street, it's, it's just happening everywhere in the United States, it's happening in universities, it's a normality, it's like it's ha- always happening, so it's unique to the U.S., Um, You don't hear a lot about that in other places. I don't hear much of it in Europe. I don't hear much of it in other countries. It maybe happens, but it's very, very, very rare. So first, the availability of guns in this country is huge. 300 million guns or something in circulation here or something like that. So there's more guns than people. So it's very available. But why do people do it? It's the craziest thing. You, you, You take lives of another human. And my feelings are that we are a broken society here in the United States. We are lonely. We are isolated. Many people are lonely and isolated. They don't have an outlet. They don't have a human connection that's healthy. And they have this pain that make them pick up a gun, do something radical, because in my mind, it's a a scream for attention, scream for wrongdoing, something that happens to people that they just need to express and this is the way they express it. And there's such a disconnect on a human basis here sometimes that this is the outlet. And I really feel like it's a social issue that has to do with disconnection, isolation, and it has to do with the way people live in the United States in broken societies. There's a lot of places where people are disconnected from families, disconnected from the the core of the family, there are several generations that not living together as, as a loving family. People just don't feel the love, don't feel the connection. I can't understand how someone can just shoot another human being without having that deep psychological disconnect and isolation feeling of they're not connected to, to other humans because it's, it's, it goes against who we are. It just doesn't make any other sense to me.
0: So outside of like gun control legislation, you said it's like a social issue in your opinion. What are some ways that you think we could change? I mean, it almost sounds like there's obviously legislation and stuff, but grassroots, like the change even needs to be grassroots, like in our communities and stuff.
1: This is really a good point because going, going to gun control, it's going to help because, you know, how much, how much damage can you do with a knife, right? It's probably going to help, but I don't think we're dealing with the core problem. I always thought about, okay, the issue is not having a lot of guns. The issue is why people do it. So having a lot of guns is is creating high numbers of victims, but people still are very angry and they want to hurt someone. So that same person can take a car or a knife or to do other things, so maybe there'd be less people hurt, but why people in the first place even doing it, that's really where I'm going with. I want to find the core for that. And when I look at the American society, and I'm part of it, and I can feel it myself sometimes, I see the the loneliness, the disconnection, the isolation that's happening here. It's, it's very, very strong. And a lot of people grow up without feeling love ever or strong connection ever. And there's a, a lack of a community, strong community in many places that keeps some people outside. We are a nation of immigrants and a lot of people don't feel belong. It feels to me that, that this is where we need to go and explore. What is going on socially here? I think that the biggest outcry that all those shootings are telling me is that people feel disconnected and isolated. And we need to look at that. We need to look at what is wrong here in
0: the United States that people feel like that. I've been lucky to travel and see so many other cultures in my life, and I think there's this fabric of community in other cultures where you can still kind of feel like outcasted and alone by yourself, but other cultures seem to have this like safety net almost like the community is still there for you even if you feel alone and there's friends and family and support around you and they see when you need support when you don't see it like they can pull you out of it it almost feels like in america and society now here that fabric's just not there like when you're alone there's really no safety net you're out completely isolated and then people end up in these like very dark places on their own and even moving down to Los Angeles a few months ago, like I could feel it was the most isolated and alone I've ever felt. And I for the first time in my life could really relate to what people reference when they talk about that like that dark, alone place. And it's not it's not fun. It's not comfortable. And I imagine that if you're there your whole life and you've never you know, I got lucky was raised by a family that loved and supported me. And so even moving down here by myself, like I felt alone, but I still had that family to fall back on. I was imagining if, if I never had that, if that was the story of my life and it really opened my perspective to what's going on with other people, how distant you can grow from society. Like you can really start to outcast yourself. You know, I lived in Los
1: Angeles uh, for eight years, in the 80s and early 90s. And it's a huge, huge city. When I was here, I think it was 12 million people. I think it's going towards twenty now. It, it, it's huge, Los Angeles, and you hardly know your neighbors. In some neighborhoods, I don't want to say it as a blanket statement. I'm sure that there's some neighbors that get along, and some great neighborhoods in the Los Angeles that people know each other. But you know, a large part of the population here is very much alone, and this is where all the dreams are getting created, right? This is the Hollywood place. So a lot of people come here for that, from all over the place. But I, I notice in the, in Los Angeles, for example, that. Many people were not from here. They came from other parts of the world. And it's a very typical thing in the United States. You're born somewhere, you go to school somewhere, maybe, you, maybe you're staying where the university is or you're just going to get a job somewhere on the other side of the country. So it's very typical here to be born in Chicago end up in Los Angeles. Born in Los Angeles, moved to Indiana. What I'm trying to say, and I actually want to go through more of a solution conversation, is that the tribe is very broken in the United States. There is no tribe. And in other countries that you know, we go visit and you know, I go back to Israel, I go to Europe, you know, you go to Scandinavia a lot, I go to Mexico, I notice how the tribe is alive and well. And the tribe keeps you connected and keeps you not isolated and accept you for who you are. And it's just a healthy way of living. And if you think about it, for hundreds of thousands of years humans lived in tribes. And in our DNA, we need to feel connected to fifty, sixty people around us to feel safe and to feel ourselves and to feel connected and belong and not isolated human beings cannot survive by themselves in nature if we go back a hundred thousand years one human being in nature naked is not going to last long a, a pack of wolves will take him down you know a few days later right what made humanity great is the ability to connect and cooperate and, and and move together and plan so 50 people can hunt a mammoth because we're so sophisticated and we have ability to connect and then we can eat for about a month and so forth. So it's in our survival, it's in our DNA, and it's kind of something that we have to have. It's not a, an option. We need to have a tribe around us. And I feel like in the U.S., the tribe is broken. First of all, there's a lot of immigrants here. This country is built on immigrants. We also came in, and in, in some weird way, we broke tribes. When we came here, we actually blew 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 away the tribes that were living here, and there's some sort of a energy about that. We did something to 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 break the tribes and it was the story of the America the North America success was the lone guy on the hill, John Wayne with guns on a horse going to the sunset. You know, it's like there's always like the, the strong individual that that makes it on his own, the American dream, the one guy, the self made guy, the made it on his own, and that's 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 what we always praised. And now would claim that this is wrong. It's not. It's it's not healthy. It's it's shown to be that this guy that by himself built himself a farm and a ranch and and lived alone in, in the prairie with, with just his own family is isolated, disconnected. And in the old days, they would live in a small village and, and small church, and people would actually gather more. But as the cities came became the big thing, we lost ourselves. We lost our connection. This country is a lot about business and commerce, so you go to where the career takes you, right? You go to where the money takes you and you go get your career there not enough is said about community so for you that listening to this i want to tell you that i talk to people a lot about their community and it's the one thing that's missing everywhere almost it's almost a thread that goes through every single conversation is people do not have enough community they do not have enough support they don't have enough friends around them they move from somewhere else usually they are busy with their career and there's just not enough community here and i would claim that this is the solution, is inclusiveness, community, connection, dropping the barriers, dropping the wall. It doesn't matter where people are from. All people want the same thing. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to express themselves and show who the the true colors are, and it's about acceptance. And if we can accept more and be living more as a community around us, and it's really, it starts with us. The neighbors around us, everybody we come in touch with, can we create some sort of a close net community, I am quite certain that these violent crimes will disappear slowly from our society. Someone that feels love, feels connected, feels like he has an importance in other people's life, they don't take a gun and shoot people. It just doesn't make sense to me. My message is, wherever you are, and I know it's not easy... But you need to put a lot of effort into cultivating community, finding the friends that you feel belong with, creating the family outside of your family, and make it a very important priority in your life. It's not a priority enough. It feels like it's not a priority enough, and it needs to be. It needs to be just like earning money and surviving and taking care of your body and take care of your soul. Community has got to be a very important priority in your life. you got to put a lot of effort into it. It's not just going to happen. I always say community is like a plant. You have to water it regularly. You have to take care of it. Otherwise, it's going to die. So if you think about it this way, please please water your community. Please take care of it. Please make that plant grow and thrive because you need it and you're going to feel very unhealthy without it.
0: Yeah, and people around you need it too. What you're saying resonates so heavily with me and where I'm at right now because I'm literally like having to work for community. Like it's... You know, starting over in LA, I have friends in different cities and stuff like that. But it's really like what you said is true. If I don't actively push for it, then I'm gonna be alone. And and so being down here, I'm like, I get it. It's work. I'm literally putting in my calendar like go meet these people, and I'm showing up as a- authentic as I can. Like trusting that if they don't like me, then it's okay but like showing them who I am so that they know who I am so that they know what I need and they they can get to know the real Sean and support the real version of me. But it's like, I'm realizing the older I get too, it's not just going out at night and partying. It's like having dinners, like having intimate conversations. And yeah, sometimes I'm tired and I don't want to do it, but I know that it's like watering a plant. If you don't water the plant, it's going to shrivel up and die. And it's so essential. Like I I feel the rejuvenation when i'm with people that really see me and feel me and even when i'm with new people and just like we're social animals like you said we need to socialize it's how we survive i like how you talked about we used to survive in nature by being social and banding together we don't have that looming threat over us anymore but in a way we do we are Basically, in this new society where the threat isn't wolves anymore, it's now depression and anxiety and isolation and school shootings and this is real stuff. So, a big answer is community. It's actually bringing something up. Uh, everything you said. You remember a few years ago, I went to Bolivia to
1: the Amazon and I lived with a tribe there for a week. And I lived in the middle of the jungle, in in the most remote. Area of the Amazon and the villagers where I stayed. It was it was a small community. It was a small tribe of maybe forty, fifty people. They gave us a, a hut outside, kind of outside of their village, to 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 sleep. With three of us, each was each each of us had his own little hut. And I'm in the middle of the jungle. I could hear the jaguars roaring at night. I could hear all the animals around me. It's supposed to be very scary, but I felt very comfortable. And I realized when I sleep by myself in the campground in the US. I'm not afraid of animals, I'm afraid of people. That's what scares me, some crazy guy would show up with a gun and, and, and start shooting or something. And I, re- I it was a deep understanding that my fear is, f- from social, uh, social fears, it's not, in nature I felt very calm. I'm like, okay, it's Jaguar walking by me, so what? It's, you know, I'm good. It's, it's, not gonna come, you know, it's not gonna come and eat me. Something very comforting to my soul. I could feel this, there's this some reset about being connected to nature and I'm actually pretty safe because the tribe is right next to me. I was sleeping right next to the village. We're all together and the jaguar is not gonna get in, involved with 40 people, they, they know to stay away. But people would do it, they come and steal, they come and do something to you uh, or hurt you. And it was very interesting realization that I'm, I'm an urban animal and I'm, I'm afraid of my own species. I'm, I'm not afraid of other species. It was a very deep realization I had. So the message for today is: make connections, community, friends, a deep, intimate relationship a major priority in your life. And I know it sometimes sounds easier. When I said it, sounds easier than than it is, but you, you, it is to do. But you, I'm inviting you to to find ways to do that. Find different interests that you have, and maybe connect with people on that. But find your few friends. You don't need fifty. You need two or three close people around you. You need some community. People that you can do stuff with, talk to, see you, you see them, support each other. It's extremely
0: important. And also extend your community to the people around you who seem like they need it. It's not just about us. It's also about everyone else. We're kind of all in this together. Like you said, we we live in a very individualistic society. It's important to kind of drop that narrative and remember that we all are in this together. So what do you need if you need more community? obviously go find that and what do people around you need and extend the community to those around you that are in need that's also a huge way for us to all experience greater support holistically so thank you for joining us for this heavy episode and um, we'll see you back for this week's meditation